I'm Jake. I'm Joe. What were we talking about? Shit, shit. voice i don't know my voice has been really like it's like trying to choppy today like um i don't know my throat's just been really dry at least i'm not coughing like an asshole yeah like some, entire some asshole over here. i did it in all the last episode <laughs> like, uh, the last sorry one. well the last one we recorded not the last episode because yeah. this will be yeah in an episode previously yeah previous episode previously I... on what were we talking about <laughs> Jake had a little discomfort in his throat, <laughs> which I provided. I would. Oh, oh, never mind. I was going to say I was an asshole who pointed out consistently throughout the year for funsies. Um, so did you watch the, um, no. All right. Well, show yeah. over. <laughs> Fucking over. Mouth. Uh, did you watch the, yeah, you did. You watched it with me. The uh, new it trailer. Yeah. What'd you think of it? Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to see... Uh, it? Yeah. Yeah, I want to see It. I like I like the new, I mean, the first one. The, yeah. not, I, I enjoyed the uh, initial miniseries, the original one, which when I was working at Family Video, it was really funny because they were like... Um, I remember talking to you about It at Family Video. Oh really? Like hanging out there, and we were talking about rumors about the second part. Yeah, what they were gonna do once they did this first part. Um, but they did, uh, yeah, like they're gonna make uh, what Henry or what's his not Henry uh, yeah. the uh, Ben? No. Yeah. No, not Ben. Ben's uh, what is the character name? Ben. Look it up. There. I'm getting there. One of the characters, the one who stays in Derry. Uh, he was gonna be like. On drugs and shit, trying to get to Mike Hanlon. Mike Hanlon. Isaiah Mustafa. They're trying to get him to uh, where, or rumor was that he was going to be like on drugs, trying to get to the turtle. Some to that effect, like he was like the good analog to Pennywise the clown. But I hope I don't know what they're going to do in this movie. Honestly, well, I like it. Looks like they're going to keep it fairly grounded. I like James McAvoy and Bill Hader, and so I'm interested because I love those. Yeah, actors for the most I think part. those are pretty solid choices. Jessica Chastain's a good actress. Yeah. yeah, although I do think they really missed an opportunity to having Amy Adams portray uh, older Beverly, just because. I mean, again, I'm not somebody who usually thinks about this, but like they look exactly alike. She looks like younger Amy Adams. Yeah. You don't deny it. Yeah. Don't deny it. But um no I was a, I mean I was a fan of the of the oh I was going to say the uh, when I worked at Family Videos like when I would tell somebody like oh you guys want to see the miniseries before you go see the new one I'm like there was a miniseries I'm like yeah and they're like watch the original and I was and they were like uh they're they were like well, who's in it like Tim Curry uh. and they're like oh you mean the first movie I'm like that was a miniseries they didn't release a fucking four hour long movie. Yeah. In theaters, like it was, I mean, Titanic, but like, um, <laughs> but like, I was like, it was a mini series, like on CBS, if I remember correctly, in 90, 90, 1990, actually, because it was, uh, it was funny because from the year, it was to the month, 27 years later, the remake was yeah. released yeah. which I thought was fucking awesome and like that had to be on purpose correct like that had to be yeah I'd like to think so like once they started talking about like okay we're gonna make this movie and they realized how close they were to it and like well let's just release it then um but yeah I'm pretty excited I do like James McAvoy I think he's a really I think he's a really good actor I think uh he was actually uh he's really good as um Professor X yeah um, I liked both uh, the characters they got to, or the people they got to play uh, Professor X and, and Magneto. Um, uh, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. I enjoyed both of them in the, those roles. Yeah. Um, 
What a uh, so Brightburn Godzilla just came out. We haven't watched these, <laughs> but let's talk and judge about them. Yeah. So Brightburn, I'm excited about. I, I am. Uh, I, I I do want to see it. I I like I like twisted versions of classic stories. Yeah. Which I mean, it's James Gunn who hasn't failed me entirely yet. So no, he almost failed Disney, but he didn't. Then I've heard pros and cons of Godzilla. They're like the storyline's not great, but the action's awesome. They're like. People are like, all right, so you're going to Godzilla. Do you want to see big ass monsters fight each other or drama and character arc of the? Because they tried the to, they tried to do the drama and character <laughs> yeah. arc in the last one. Some people hated it. Yeah. I loved it. So it was like it was a thing. They were like the, the critics were giving it like a fifty percent, roughly like, like forty seven percent, and, and then, then was like all the ninety one percent. Yeah. So it was like democracy. Me and Michelle were like. It was so. I I remember going to see that uh, in theaters, the first one, mm-hmm. and we went. And it was the moment whenever all of a sudden, like you just see the the pew pew and all the fucking spikes on him light up, and then he just hits the fucking uh, uh, what do they call that his fucking fire breath. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called. There's like a specific name for it. And I was like, oh shit, ah! like I was all into yeah. it, like Gogeta. And it, I mean that that was I thought that was a really fun movie. And there's a scene in it that it actually makes me terrified. Oh, yeah, it's the scene. It's the uh, what do they call that? Whenever they jump from the airplane, they call it a specific jump. Um, in in filmmaking, no, in in, oh. in actual military. Oh. Uh, God damn it, I can't. All twelve of you who listen to this, if you know what it is, tell me. I mean, Halo jump. Yeah, I was like, I've I've listened to enough people talk about it. It was a I halo don't... jump, but it was um for some reason that scene always makes me feel like upset, like dread. Yeah, because it's I don't know, it's just because it's so high up and watching them drop down to do a lot of POV shots. Mm-hmm. You didn't stop on that Power Rangers intro though, did you? You're like, yeah, Power Rangers ride that fucking sky. I didn't. No, that was a beautiful movie, man. <laughs> yeah, backburner throwing out first Power Rangers movie, guys. Yeah, I love the first Power Rangers <laughs> movie, but it's like, it, it's okay, it's um, okay. So there's problems with it, <laughs> but like, he's like, like I love blushing it. and brimming with excitement. It, I good. love it because I'm about to fucking nerd the fuck out about because like I still think. <laughs> Power Rangers, like kids don't have shows like that anymore. You know what I mean? Like they still have Power Rangers, but it's not the same as like Mighty Morphin version, which was like, which fair enough. Godzilla and Power Rangers are both Japanese kaiju, Creations. Super Sentai, and uh, yeah, with well, with the giant, they they would yeah. use some of the, the Godzilla pieces for the mech fights. Um, so, yeah. They don't have like uh, because so it's not so weird of a jump. There, there, audience. Yeah, sure, people. it's not. Well, it's part of the yeah. show, and <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. So like, my thing is like, okay, so they released not too long ago um, a version, a fan film. Ultimately, the guy who did the um, Castlevania cartoon mm. on Netflix, he yeah. also did this version called Power Slash Rangers. Mm. I'm sure it's just called Power Rangers, but I call it Power Slash Rangers. Mm. And when I watched it first, I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. Um, and then I, I read the reaction of Jason David Frank, and I was like, you know what? He's right. And the and I, I, I elaborated more on it, which was like, it's well shot. It seems to be well written. It's actually well performed. It's, it's really well done in general. Uh, but like, it's not the spirit of Power Rangers. Yeah. The whole point of Power Rangers was like teamwork overcomes all no matter how hard it is to do if you work together good will over, always overpower evil and that's something kids don't have anymore like they have just like goofy silly cartoons but like i think it's okay so and i've always said it and some people think i'm joking but i'm really not i think the green with evil saga is one of the best stories ever told on tv I don't know if I recall directly what you're the green with evil is the green ranger saga yeah the it's, first it's it's been since it was aired. I've, I've literally watched, watched that like Rangers, I've watched so. it every year for like the past fucking you, fifteen got, years. Got some uh, more recent information than I have on this, but it's it, but it always it bothers me, and that's why I didn't actually mind the remake, the reboot that they did. I thought it was really well done. I thought it was fun. 
and it showed them working together. I thought it was a, it was a really good version of the characters, and I thought it was um, it brought it back to life how it should. And I still hope they do another one, but I don't think they will. Um, but Brightburn looks good. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I've got the uh, 2019 in film list up. I was going to go through some of these uh, big, big uh, movies that are coming out. Or and listen to me, that, yeah, moan and groan over them. Yeah, Dark Phoenix. Oh, fuck that movie. <laughs> like, I really, like, it, it, there's somebody I work with, and she's like, oh, I can't wait to go see it. I'm like, why? Because one, we know it's the last one. Two, we already know that uh, Jean Grey kills Mystique. Three, this is the last one that doesn't matter. Nothing in this matters. <laughs> it does, it's not going to lead to anything at all. This is the end of this chapter. I mean, if you really were into the... Uh, the recent they already good fucking god <laughs> the trailers already fucked the story up like and they reshot it yeah. they reshot the ending to the movie it was gonna be in space it was gonna be cosmic and they moved it to a train <laughs> men in black international i'm okay with that you into this you put fucking chris hemsworth and um the girl i can't remember her name is you put them in there yeah i'll watch it hey they got a new shaft coming out yeah, it's actually a continuation of um, Samuel Samuel L. Jackson's Shaft. Nice. Like, I was like, "What the f-? Uh, like?" I I didn't even you- I had heard rumors of it, and then they were like, and "All of a sudden, there's a trailer." I was like, "Oh, it's real." Did you watch uh, the trailer for The Dead Don't Die? It's uh, Bill Murray. I haven't Driver. yet. I keep seeing it pop up like Tilda on my Facebook. Swinton, Chloe Sevigny, Steve Buscemi. Tell me, tell me more about it real quick because I'm gonna Iggy get a, I'm, I'm gonna drink water. I did not watch all of it. Uh, the trailer i saw like the opening trailer where there's basically like there's dead bodies and it's adam driver and bill murray looking at each other in cop uniform and he's like i think they're like zombies like you know ghouls and that's kind of about where i cut off but it, it looked uh that's, a, that's 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 really about what i saw <laughs> it was which speaking of adam driver i want to see who killed don kite uh don quixote uh want to try that one more time say that one more time don quixote what's the movie called Don, who killed Don? There you oh. go, because you got you kind of slurred over <laughs> the who <laughs> killed part, okay. and then you had a stroke about the life and about halfway. Through. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen anything on this. Uh, Terry Gilliam is a pretty interesting director. Oh yeah, and he's been working on this for like ten years. Yeah, I, like needing I, money and trying to get the right visual. We talked about this. Or, me and him talked about this earlier, and it's like. I remember hearing about him wanting to make this yeah. movie, and I was like, "Holy!" Shit. The last, uh, but the last Terry Gilliam movie I watched was uh, the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, yeah, which is Just famously Heath Ledger's last movie. Yeah. Which you also had uh, Colin Farrell, uh, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, and, and Jude Law, Jude Law filling in for his roles in the alternate universes. Uh, yeah, which was like a pretty clever rewrite. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, I watched Zero Theorem. Uh, Twelve Monkeys is a great one if you have not watched it. I haven't watched it. Yeah, Bruce um, Willis and Brad Pitt, early Brad Pitt. Didn't so they do? Pretty, they did a. They've a got TV a TV show. series on it now. I haven't watched. it I don't it think yet. it's on anymore. I think it got canceled. Yeah, but I've seen it on like Hulu or Netflix, mm-hmm. and I, I keep intending to watch it. I want to wait to. I want to watch the movie first before I watch that. But it's, yeah. um, again, like I said before. I always start something new. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm just going to watch Elementary again. Yeah. I've got, like, I keep adding things into my watch list. And I'm, I'm literally like, on the fifth time of watching Elementary. You got to you gotta move on, man. I can't. This is a great show. I've rewatched Sherlock like three times. So, I mean, so I kind of got you. Toy Story 4. You going to cry at some Pixar? I have no. I, I, I Okay, look. I'll go see it. But, like, I have no real interest in this movie <laughs> because it's like they ended the movie perfectly. There was no reason to make this fourth one. No. This is a cash grab. That's all it, it is. Seems like it. Uh, the new Child's Play. Uh, I actually interested quite a bit. Yeah. The, honestly, the last two have been really enjoyable. Oh, this isn't anywhere in any of those. I know. It was a re- reboot. So yeah, remake. Remake. Completely yeah. redoing it. But. The last two were really enjoyable, and I don't um, know if any of those people ha- have any involvement. I didn't, I didn't watch the last one, but I watched the one before, which I thought yeah. was actually pretty interesting. Well, in the next one, they they do some of the more comedy hammy stuff that was in, so, but they play it off in a way that's it's delightfully like nostalgic in the way they do it. Like, I have, it's not. I, I felt it's not overly ridiculous. So here's me. the thing: like I, I do. I mean, it's I, all ridiculous. I, but. I, I, I love, 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 love horror movies. I've always loved horror movies, but like, um, you know, since I was like 15, I guess I loved horror movies. But, um, but 
the problem I, I never liked child's play yeah i was like oh this isn't scary because just chuck him into a fire or yeah literally anything I mean, else you know the only thing like Ch- uh, chucky didn't bother me so much but like puppet master did like even though they're small really? it was it was upsetting to me as a as a kid because like that means they're easily hidden and they could come up behind like my bed or something while i'm sleeping and then like stab me in the throat like it wasn't like it wasn't a big monster I could see and easily run away from. Like they could hide and be in there and you wouldn't I, know. I mean, it. I guess I can, was more upsetting to me. I can kid. see. I can see where you're coming from. That I just always had a problem with with villains that I could easily overpower. Yeah, it's and that's the thing. Like uh, going back on to it, like the old miniseries, mm-hmm. it's the reason I'm afraid of clowns to this day. And a lot of people actually think that like it doesn't matter what it is. I'm afraid of clowns in general so like if we go to haunted house they wear those big fake stupid clown mm-hmm. masks those don't scare me even a little bit the it's thing that's it's, it's 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 actual clowns terrify me and it's like so and i, I so like uh, uh the actual like uh clown for a job not the yes like, horror clown and that's and nobody and i can't really put my finger on it the only thing i've come up with that i can think of is i don't know what they look like and i don't know why they're hiding their identity from me i think i think there is a slight um uncanny valley to a certain extent with the face paint the way they do it and it's an artificial smile which can come off creepy and they, they have a bit of what we would, I mean, in some of the uh, older artwork that's like, you know, the sad clown. The sinister the boy, sort of. They, they have kind of a homeless man look. Um, and I think. I'm not afraid of homeless well, no, people. No, no, I'm just saying like they're disheveled. They're, you monster, what's uh, wrong with you? They're disheveled or, um, you know, maybe not well-kept. See, the one, the one, isn't that, I'm not but, well-kept at all. But, yeah. <laughs> You have a home. You're you've been well fed. You might not bite someone's was that arm a bad off. joke? You son of a bitch! <laughs> that was not an implication. He's of just like you're well fed. I'm just tubby. talking about if you see a here, tubby, if you, tubby, tubby. If, if you see a well groomed dog come up to you that looks healthy, you're gonna be less worried so than a mangy the, dog is, that looks like he. I actually think it's more of the idea of like. Like I said, I don't know who they are. I don't know why they're hiding from me. That's what it feels like. But it also plays into the whole uh, fear of the unknown, which is yeah, why is. some people have a fear. Like, I think everybody to an extent has a fear of the dark. Well, yeah. it's, a, it's the levels you have at it. It's a matter of you don't know what's in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I was saying. Like, it's them hiding a face behind a smile. Like, they're, they're, and that's it, they're yeah. doing a fake. You know, no one's that happy all the exactly. time. So it's, and I, 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 it's I a mask. Know. I know I haven't told the story on the podcast. I think I've told you the story. So whenever I was a, a waiter or server at Applebee's, uh, uh, and I was waiting on the table down in the bar, and um, I'm sitting there trying to get their order, and then I fucking shit you not, like five clowns <laughs> did, did, come did, did, in did, and did. sit in that like corner booth. Did they all come out of a small car? Because otherwise, it's not I didn't fun. see it. You should have set them at one like small table and said, like, "You guys you can manage." And that's it. They they came <laughs> and they sat they sat them and like even like I don't think that shit's funny because they're fucking there's something wrong with them and like um <laughs> and uh, so I'm sitting there and I, I see him on the corner and I look and I'm like. Oh shit! I say that, and, and I turn my back to to them, and I keep trying to take the Our order, out of <laughs> but I can't like focus on it. And I keep trying to take their order. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna get another waiter to help you. And like, what's wrong? I said, fucking clowns. I'm sorry, and I leave, and I go back. I said, I'm not going out there until the clowns are gone. <laughs> And they're like, are you serious? I'm like, I'm not fucking joking. I can't go out there and see them. It's terrifying. I, I can't do it. One of the girls, like, she started hyperventilating and crying and had to go home. Like, I was like, I'm not that bad at least. But, like, I'm not going to do my job as That's long awesome. as they're here. But I'm fucking petrified of clowns. But if you show me a toy that can walk and talk, I'm like, oh, okay. That's just technology. Yeah. I like, And we, we, I think we've talked about I think I actually was talking to Misty about this the other day because we brought up uh, the spider, uh, you know, arachnophobia type stuff. Uh, and I was like, I've mm, I've, I've mm. never had uh, an issue with like things that 
are essentially an irrational fear for the most part. Like only thing that I know of like that really gets me like even at an edge is like extreme heights and like being in really deep water. Like only just because I'm not the best swimmer and it, it makes me overthink if I'm too high where I know that if I fuck up, it's death, <laughs> like you know, right. which is a rational reason to be a little on edge. But like, you know, like spiders have never bugged me. Snakes have never really bugged me. Uh, clowns have never really caused me any issue. Like, I don't know. It's just like, spiders. because I, I like, I rationalize the idea that like spiders really don't bite anyone. Like statistically, like, no dogs kill more people than spiders so this do a is, year okay, so and, this you know, is, things like that so apparently this um, this episode is going to turn into a deep dive into Jake's psyche because <laughs> just, and like uh, I, it's fine like I understand one it's it's probably the leg and the movement that's not it for me I, I mean for a lot of people like for most people yeah snakes and uh, spiders snakes they don't move bother me at all in a way that it, it is a natural a natural for most people and I know partially it's because like a venomous spider or venomous snake can mean instant death if they yeah. do happen to, to bite you see that's so i think part of it is a um deep kind of lizard brain uh you know reaction survival memory but the, okay just so rationally it's like it just it never really let me tell you me let me, let me, i'll tell you why i'm afraid of spiders um, and I wish it was as simple as like, oh, I'm afraid of instant potential instant death. No, fucking bring it on. Let me die. I don't care. But like, do you remember in arachnophobia the story that Jeff Daniels told about why he's afraid of spiders? Uh, no, I don't think I. So basically, when he was a baby, a spider crawled into his ear and laid eggs. Or no, no, that's a different movie. Oh, just... that'd be interesting to see. Uh, no, uh, it crawled on him and he was paralyzed with fear and he remembers it to this day. Exact same shit almost happened to me. I was in my crib. I looked down and I see, and I'm, sh- I'm positive it wasn't as big as you, I made it out to be because yeah. I was a, I was a child. I had, I think I was like, I had to be two or three and th- I remember this, yeah. but it was a hand and I, it, I swear it was as big as my hand is now and it crawled uh, across the floor and I see it and it moves around and like it's looking at me is what it looks like and then it crawls underneath my parents dresser mm. and I never see it again and it petrified me for some reason from that moment on to the point that like I wouldn't ever go in my parents bedroom even now as an adult I won't go in my parents bedroom because they still have that same dresser and in my head I'm like it's still in there <laughs> I'm not going to well, risk see, it. And I didn't know you had any issue with yeah, it. Yeah, you and, fucking asshole. Okay. So I caught a spider that was just really big, and I, I just set it aside in a box. Normally, I, I'll i scoop them up, and I set them outside because they they catch other insects that can do more harm or are more annoying to me. So I usually scoop them up and set them outside. I think it was cold at the time, so I'm like, you're going to die if I set you outside. So I just kind of like caught it to get it out of the area and set it aside. But then it died because I forgot about it or something. And I was like, hey, Jake, check out this you know large spider I caught. And No, no. Uh, but, no, no. But, but what happened was well, that was my thinking. But you, I, yeah, I just like, you didn't I was tell essentially me. like, hey, check this out. And I opened it up and it was a dead spider. But he had a very obvious uh, reaction against seeing I this thing. almost punched him in the face. I drew like, back. Oh, my God. Like, I drew and, back because I was going to hit him. <laughs> I was like, what's the problem, man? He and he was, was like, so sincere. I couldn't spider. I was like, I, I could have like, swore he, was, he knew I was afraid. So I was so fucking pissed <laughs> off I was like, as soon as he did it. It's like, it's dead. I, I didn't think it was gonna cause a reaction like that it fucking terrified the shit out of me and it's like but to be fair i i'm actually a lot better now than i used yeah. to be i don't get like uh, when we worked at walmart yeah. uh walmart sponsoring this podcast I unofficially kind of but it's te- you know what it technically does because we met working at walmart yeah, yeah. so it's, he was my boss it, well yeah but i mean i wasn't your boss when we met <laughs> I, pulled you back. I was a pretty shitty boss though I'll tell you that and he was actually a shitty employee because he would get me to do work that he didn't want to do <laughs> so like I, I remember specifically when we worked in the automotive area so like Master this car Adam. comes in and it's like I think it's like the battery needed to change 
and right. he's like, See, and I, he's like, how do I do this I over take, here? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me show you how to do it. And I lean over to start doing it, and so I'm like, oh, you do it like this, and turn, and he's gone. See, I'm like, you motherfucker. Right, this argument happens a lot with people at work sometimes with me, and they're like, get me to do stuff that I don't want to. I, I didn't want to work on. And I'm like, no, no. The issue is, I said, hey, do you have any pointers, or can you show me how this needs to be done? Because I'm going to do the work. But I want someone who's done it a lot to kind of guide me along so I do it in the best, easiest way. But then people get their hands on it and go, here, let me show you how it's done. I'm like, well, if you're doing the work, I might as well wander off. (laughs) And they're like, this fucker got me to do the job. And that's what he did. I'm not going to fight and push you out of the way here. That's what he did. He got me to do the job. And he did that a few times. I yeah. do remember there's one time but, they always give me the like you're nefarious and I'm like it's not it's not actively fucking you it's passively fucking you <laughs> I'm not I'm not scheming it just sort of happens this way speaking <laughs> of working at Walmart there was this time and I I, I, just can't, I don't know why this popped into my head the other day <laughs> but there was a moment whenever we were I, I can't I think you still work there um, and I remember telling him because he was in school for graphic design at the time yeah. and I told him I said if you don't get a job in graphic design or you don't leave Walmart within a year, I think it was after you graduated. I'm gonna, I was like, I'm gonna fire you. Um, I got one. He got one. <laughs> Did it for about five years. But he. Uh, but anyway, so like I had sat there and redid all the tires, right? I don't know if you remember this. I yeah. Redid all the tires. We reorganized all. And reorganized everything, had them all nice and neat. And then I was gone for like two or three days for some reason, and I come back and they had they had taken tires and just plugged them in different spots, and they're everywhere. And I was like, what the fuck happened here? And they, somebody was like, oh, we, we didn't have room for any of them up here. So I started taking the tires and throwing them down yeah. from the top. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, it took me like 20 or with it, uh, it took them like three hours or some bullshit to put them. I'm like, well, it took me like five minutes to knock them the fuck down. Fix them. <laughs> and I got so fucking mad. I hated that fucking place. I, <laughs> I didn't mind it so much, but it was. <laughs> what were we talking about? No longer sponsored by Walmart. <laughs> I remember one day I got paid just to play around in one of the wheelchairs for like literally five hours of my work day i did a consistent wheelie in circles around the parking lot i got hurt there hours i got hurt working there and I, you know i didn't even get hurt doing normal things which is very much me i hurt myself i went to go clock in mm-hmm. and my leg slipped and i popped my knee out of place it's and, like my biggest workplace injury and in all the factories and fucked up shit i've done I had stitches in my ankle, and it was my first office job. <laughs> we were we were unloading uh, paper um, stack boxes into a truck, and we had one of those big metal uh, roll roll around uh, shelves, and it started rolling off the sidewalk. And I placed my foot up against the wheel, hoping my rubber shoe would stop the uh, t- the wheel from spinning. And what it did was it turned it enough to where it went off the sidewalk completely and then the L bracket on the bottom just came down on my ankle and slid it open Ugh. to where it was pouring blood out of my shoe. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, I was like, I've worked on all this fucking hard, you know, and had burns and been injured slightly. But the first time I actually have to go to the hospital was at an office job. I actually, uh, I do, uh, wait, wait over. I did actually get hurt doing something that you can get hurt doing, uh, which was somebody didn't pull a car up far enough and by someone yeah we both have the same scar too from like he works at we work at two different places but we have the exact same scar in the same spot but like it, but it's from getting burned but uh no this is at walmart so i didn't pull a car up uh, enough some asshole which was me didn't pull a car up enough and i walked around to the front of it to open the hood and one foot slipped down into the pit and i dislocated my hip and so I eventually have to go get physical therapy. Your joints are all kinds of loosey goosey, aren't they? Fucking, fucking Gumby over here. My body is <laughs> fucked. So, but when I go to the physical therapy, the 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 lady working on me, she was sitting there feeling like, oh yeah, it feels like it might be still out of place. And then she was like, kind of pressing on my hip. I was like, if you're going to pop my hip back into place, you better warn me, otherwise I will hit you in the face. And she's like, I right, don't worry. I, said, I swear to God, I'm not lying, and I won't mean to do it, but it'll happen, and you're gonna be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you got to warn me if that's what you're trying to do so I can prepare. And she didn't. But it, I mean, she was she had her body on where my hip is. <laughs> and she was trying to push that motherfucker back in. But it was, yeah, my shit was fucked for a while. Um, but yeah, so uh, Child's Play, the reboot, doesn't seem to. I mean, it's a good <laughs> idea, I think, because it's. <laughs> 
What, what, what were, were we talking about? about? <laughs> um, we need a what were we talking about button too. Yeah, we do. <laughs> what were we talking about? I'll just start hitting it when we got off track. What were we talking about? What were we talking about? What were we talking about? The Lion King. What do you think of these Disney cash grab r- real so remakes? Irritated like by Aladdin's them. running right now and everyone's just like, this is a shit festering pile, but. Like people like I mean are going to see it. So. Okay, so here's the thing: I enjoyed the Jungle Book live action remake. Yeah, and I think part of the reason was I don't like the cartoon. Fair enough. So it, I think it worked for me. Beauty and the Beast. I thought it was a pile of shit. At the best, it was just below par. But I uh, think it was worse. Is, like they're arguing the point of like these films are classics for a reason because of what they did or what they were able to do within the film or the medium and who they got to do the voice acting and stuff at the time, Robin Williams. Uh, and there's no real need to do this to again, redo it. And there's actually, it's a good thing. And, I, and, uh, and the Lion King, it's like, it's a live action reboot. No, it's, a different version of animation. <laughs> it's, <laughs> like it's I do a complete CG. That's the problem. And they're like, well, we're going to make a live action uh, remake of Lion King. I'm like, oh, how? <laughs> oh, with computer generated animals. So, so it's, it's still animated. No, no, no. It's going to look real. I'm like, okay. But it, it, okay. So there's a saying on, uh, if you go to, you go to on YouTube and you look up uh, pitch meetings yeah. uh, from screen rant, he does uh, the new Aladdin one and it, it, the opening bit, whenever he talks about why they shouldn't do it, yeah. it's fucking spot on. Yeah. It's exactly what, I mean, they should be saying to themselves until they're like, Oh, but we can make money doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and watching the new trailer for the Lion King or the trailers for it. The problem is very evident why this won't be as good. Yeah, all the emotion and animation is sucked out of it yeah. because they're re- they look re- they and it looks fantastic. Yeah, but it's there's the no it's emotion. Because, it's they're because not because of the idea of the animation is the fact that it's an anthropomorphized version, so it's giving animals human like characteristics so we can see their emotions better. Exactly. I mean. It, and in doing that in a film, if a lion raises an eyebrow, is it really to the effect of yeah, you know Scar giving you a sassy? Yeah, like look? a really fucking it's huge. Yeah, like it's not gonna give Dwayne Johnson sized eyebrow. It's yeah, not give the same emotional response. And that's and that's, the, and that's another. I cannot remember. The I, only thing I know is that a lot of people seem to call this actor Chewy, but he's the one who's talking for Scar. Yeah, I, I was telling Michelle the other day. I'm like. The, the, he's Ch- not gonna Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, he's not gonna outdo Jeremy Irons. No, and I understand why. They I am didn't. happy John Oliver is Zazu though. That just yes. makes me kind of giddy inside. But I, but I'm like <laughs> they got they got James Earl Jones to talk for Mufasa again. Yeah. Why did they just get Jeremy Irons to talk for uh, Scar? Get Matthew again? Broderick to come back. Just fucking Simba. do it all again. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. I don't know. I'm actually happy with Donald Glover. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of happy with that choice. And, and, don't, and don't get me wrong, I'm still probably going to go see this movie. Just like I'm probably going to go see Aladdin because, uh, well, I'm only going to go see Aladdin at the uh, at the uh, Skyline Drive-in that yeah. because I think they're doing a, 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 next week. Maybe I think they're supposed to be doing. They might be doing Godzilla and Aladdin. So I think we're going to go to probably the Skyline Drive Drive-in uh, here in Shelbyville, Indiana. Um, uh, Plug, 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 But go go there and watch it there. Which is a great way to, I mean, that's a, any drive-ins are pretty solid. And a drive-in's fun. Like, that's a way to, I think, to me, that's my favorite way to go see a movie. Especially, like, the last one we went and seen, which was, it's a it's a good one to go see, was Mars Attacks. Me and me and Misty went and seen Mars Attacks. And I'm like, it's, it's like, got that kind of 1950s feel. I did that noise at work the other day. I was sitting there, and it was my buddy Matt and one of the other guys that works there, Chris. We're sitting there talking, and all of a sudden I started, and Chris was like, 
little Mars attacks. Like, holy shit, you got the fucking you, reference. You know what the hell I'm talking about? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, that that was a good one to go to the, the theater or the, the drive-in. Oh, back to Child's Play. Mark Hamill talking for Chucky. Like, that's it's, pretty solid. Yeah, that's not bad. Although, I'm I aware mean, he's going to go a little Joker on it. His face is, is been Brad Dorif. So Brad Dorif has been it for so long. That we I, have I, to I go into of, this just with a blank slate. It's going to be really, really hard. Yeah, but I mean, they're they, also doing a TV show, from what I understand, they, with Chucky. Yeah, with, they can't ignore the fact that it's been around for 30 years. Right. Now. But. And like yeah, actively been around. It. It's not even like. It hasn't like went away for it 15 wasn't like of that. It did Child's Play 1, 2, and 3, and, and it ended in 94. Yeah. This is like, it was two years ago, I think, they did the last Chucky movie. Yeah. Um, what, what else you got on this list? What's Once Upon this? a Time in Hollywood. Oh, so fucking stoked for this. Yeah, which we talked a little bit about. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino a couple episodes uh, ago. And they, uh, oh, yeah, this is so, that's, I'm so stoked for this. And I heard it's, uh, he said that this is as close as he's gotten to Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. I'm sure you're in a... You have more opinion of this than I do. Okay, so here's the thing. I'll throw this one on you because I used to. Okay, so I used to have this thing like I hate the term guilty pleasure. I understand what it means. I hate the word term guilty pleasure just because it's like I enjoy me a little guilty pleasure from time to time. (laughs) But you shouldn't feel guilty about anything that makes you happy. So I don't have guilty pleasures. I like the step up movies. All of them. They're it's not all... guilty if you have no shame. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I, I like the, I like the step up movies. I think they're fucking uh, fun. Yeah. Uh, the Fast and Furious movies. I think they're actually pretty fucking good, for the most part. The last one I watched wasn't good. It was pretty stupid. We watched, I think it was the sixth one or something like that. Uh, it was. I think not the last one. It was because the last. It, it was um. Paul Walker was still alive when this one came out. No, I want to say the last one we watched was when they had the CG him into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was the seventh one. Yeah, um, the the seven pun was in the title. No, no, is that not the one? No, that was that Fate of the, the Furious. Fate of the Furious. Okay. Um, no, yeah, this is Fast and Furious Seven. Um, but no, I like them all. I think they're fun, stupid action movies. Yeah. And if, as long as you forget that physics is a thing, you're yeah. fine. I normally, I originally enjoyed the first three, like probably the first two, but the third one, it was, it sold me just because I, I like Japanese culture. You, so I was, interested. I went back and watched Tokyo Drift. That movie does not hold up Doesn't even hold a up. little bit. It's, it's been a while since I've watched it, but yeah, that was initially why I was, I'm like, I, he's I, in Japan. I'm going to go check it out. I literally went and I was watching it and then. It got about, I think, 45 minutes to an hour into the movie, and I took it out, put it in my case. I'm like, all right, I'm selling this. And I it put just, it in a pile. It probably made made my nerdiness happy that like I could understand some of the set, the phrases they start saying to him. He's like, what? Because he's you know, from Texas. Yeah. But then I was like, I was like, I know what they say. I'm an ignorant American. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Wait, I didn't finish talking about Fast and Furious. I didn't even give my opinion on it at all. You took too long. Now your candy's gone. <laughs> That's what happened. Is that another fat joke? No. <laughs> it's a reference to a show called Bee and Puppy Cat. Thank you very much. Okay. Anyway, so, Federator Studios, the but, same people uh, that do Adventure Time. Watching this 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 trailer <laughs> for Hobbs and Shaw. One, as soon as they're like, okay, we're going to put The Rock and Jason Statham in a movie. I was like, okay. Yeah. I'll watch it. Why not? Who gives a shit? And then I was like, I genuinely like the characters from the movies. I think they're fine. Mm. Um,. And Idris Elba was like, okay, Idris Elba's going to be the villain of the movie. I'm like, fucking A, I like this actor too. And then I watched the trailer. And Idris Elba has superpowers. Yeah. And He's I'm like, easy to hate in The Office, by the way. I watched that episode. I know, right? Day. You just fucking hate him in that. But, well, okay, so he has superpowers. And I remember, I, as I'm watching this trailer, I'm like, remember whenever these movies were about racing? <laughs> yeah. I, and even just bank heists. I was gonna say, like the first two movies, I think only hold up to me because it's essentially a heist movie, and yeah. I like those. They're heist movies. They're just hi- They're stealing from a truck, <laughs> and that's it. And then all of a sudden, we flash forward, like you know, whatever, fifteen years, and now there's superpowers involved. That's insane. That being said, yeah, I'm probably gonna go see it. What was the next one? Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Uh, Danny Trey or yeah, Danny Trejo plays Boots. So yeah, I'm probably <laughs> gonna watch. Benicio del Toro's in it. Yeah, Eva Longoria. Who plays Swiper? Does I don't it say. I, I don't know, but I, I. And yeah, I do know the character names, just so everybody <laughs> knows. 
Scary stories to tell in the dark. I'm okay watching oh, this. I'm so excited. Guillermo del Toro. I fucking love you. You throw his name on it. I'll watch it. I yeah. even watched the really. I you know what I I enjoyed he, it. How about that Crimson Peak? Yeah, I knew which one you were going for. And that's the thing. I don't even hate it. I just don't know what I feel about it. It's, well, and I it's think, been how many years? Like three years. One of the things is, I mean, it is supposed to be a gothic love story. Yeah. Which in those situation i think it plays for that that idea and i think it's not necessarily something that's for audiences who aren't necessarily know what that you know vibe is supposed to go yeah like obviously there is an incest story which shouldn't bother us and doesn't bother us in game of thrones but but they kind of lean heavy into it a little bit it's kind of yeah, but I think uh, I think it plays really well, and again, beautifully shot and all that. Um, but yeah, it's good. I just I love I love it. I I, do, I got I, a little Funko Pop of Guillermo del Toro just but, to hold and cuddle and with. Cuddle with. Um, I, I do watched, I, I do uh, genuinely like him. I think he's a solid director. Yeah. Um, I think he kind of uh, he endeared himself to me slightly to the character creation and saying um, he had a. Uh, sleep paralysis and night terrors and stuff where he's got a lot of his uh, fucked up imagery that and creatures and where he's became both in love with the creatures and the fairy tales and these monster stories but also knows how to do dread right because of dealing with it yeah um and so like things like pan's labyrinth and like uh the more recent uh which he won what film of the year for uh, uh shape of water shape of water which was Wonderful. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, and you've got a main actress who's mute is the main storyline, which that's not done, you know, regularly. And you also got Michael Shannon in the movie. Michael Shannon, who he's, plays a good villain in this. He's pretty wonderful, whatever he um, does. And and the thing is, like, he's, you know, the idea that he's more of the beast than the beast is. And, but And he's, you know, paying for that 1950s suburban home life, um, doing what he can. Um, basically ape sapien the yeah, movie he's, sort he's of like, he's like I want a Beauty and the Beast story where the beast doesn't turn back into a human it's <laughs> like, essentially what it's but yeah I mean it's beautifully shot it looks great and I mean he can convey he is a, uh, a stunningly good, visual good, director yeah, yeah. but uh yeah I mean I just I generally love, which is odd because I haven't watched Pacific Rim and that's like one of the more lauded ones here lately too and I oh I do like I forgot that was yeah yeah I do actually like Pacific Rim. The first, I didn't see the second one, but the, second the first one, I waited. It was a few years later I watched it, but it's not. It's a kaiju movie. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, I paid a heavy price for like a a book of his that's like his uh, artwork uh, sketches and stuff from a lot of the films and stuff, and I just, I haven't completely read. But it's it, but it's I, definitely worth a watch. It's it's fun. It's it's yeah. basically Power Rangers, but like a little more serious. Yeah, the scary stories to tell in the dark based off the, the book, book uh, of short horror stories. The visuals for the trailer look awesome. Like the, yeah. the weird, like frog looking person. Yeah. It's, it's very Guillermo awesome. or like yeah. Guillermo. Like there's a movie called the peanut butter of Falcon coming out and it's got Shia LaBeouf, John Bernthal, Thomas Hayden church in it. I don't know what it is, what but a I'm, cast. I'm interested. The name alone had me intrigued. The peanut Butter Falcon. What's it about? I don't know. I can I mean I can click it and let's find out. I can push buttons. Let's see. Dude, click faster. I'm trying. I'm trying, damn it. I oh god. Oh god, there's so much pressure. <laughs> no, <all right. laughs> Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bruce Bruce Dern. Ooh. Zach Gotheskin. Dakota Johnson. Uh, Premise. A young boy with Down syndrome runs away to fulfill his dream of becoming a professional wrestler. I'm fucking so down (laughs) for that movie. Like, that sounds awesome just from that little tiny snippet. It sounds like Shia LaBeouf is going to play the Down syndrome character. Oh, that's a bit. Main character of Tyler, I assume. That seems a bit. It doesn't say that the main character is named Tyler, but he's the first listed, so I assume it's about him. I don't know how I feel about that one, but... I don't know. I'll give it a shot. I will actually... I will watch it. I assume he's going to be the peanut butter falcon. He better be. Um, Angry Birds movie 2. No. Okay, real quick. Speaking of which, uh, Dakota Johnson, the triggered in my head. Have you seen Bad Times at El Royale? No, but I 
It's on my to-do list. You should. It's really good. Yeah, I actually, like, saved like an image. Jeff Bridges, yeah. Chris Hemsworth, Dakota Johnson. Like, it's pretty fucking yeah. incredible. Anyway, sorry, go on. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, let see. I'm trying to find any... Um, did you say Angry Birds 2? Yeah. Have you seen the first one? No. I have. It Chapter 2, which we talked about. Yeah, yeah we covered it. Uh, Rambo Last Blood. You know, honestly, I watched the trailer for it, and I've only seen the last Rambo movie called Rambo. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever... I've never seen First Blood mm-hmm. or any of the other ones. I think there's like, what, two or three, and then years later, he did Rambo, and now he's doing... Mm-hmm. Last Blood. The trailer, if you watch it on the, as a standalone, I guess, I think it looks pretty good. Yeah. It looks well shot. And it's intense. I mean, and I watched a uh, interview with, uh, fuck, I can never think of his name. He did um, the uh, Grindhouse movies with uh, oh Robert uh, Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. Um, we were talking about that earlier, so that's why it was. The, yeah, that popped. That's the first one. Oh yeah, the, honestly, the first movie I watched with from him, I believe, was um, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp and that's uh, a, I watched that not too long ago, and that's a, that's uh, a pretty good movie. Yeah, and Antonio Banderas. And before it's I forget, I'm just gonna point this out. A couple episodes ago, we talked about our favorite uh, Quentin Tarantino movies, and uh, Justin Parsley of. See, I knew your last name. Um, of uh, the Circle of Jerks podcast, he uh, pointed out that we forgot Death Proof. Yeah, uh, which we both kind of agree because it's part of that Grindhouse release. We kind of simply forgot that it Blanked was it. one of his. But yeah, so we forgot about that. All right, good movie though. Anyways, continue. Yeah, uh, Joker. Yeah, um, I think we talked a little bit about this. Yep. Um interested i'm very sure. interested as soon as they cast joaquin phoenix yeah i, I was interested yeah i mean and it's uh i believe produced by martin scorsese yeah produced by martin scorsese um written and directed by oh i forgot oh. the guy's name uh the guy who did hangover yeah uh scott or todd phillips todd phillips yeah um i mean definitely it's a robert very, de niro's in the movie too a very intriguing crew on this one so i i was already interested but the trailer uh very interesting like i'm very curious about it yeah i think it's gonna be one of the better on par joker films yeah um like we've said you know we've kind of been DC out film of this. yeah well it was, there's not really a joker film ever yeah i mean there has you really. mean joker performance rather yeah i suppose yeah, yeah. it's not yeah it's one of the first standalone films i assume but or only standalone film yeah. of him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be one of the better performances. Um, you know, you can kind of see what you're going to get when you watch, like, Jared Leto's, <laughs> you know, trailers. And I think... There was... Uh, there was potential behind yeah, Jared Leto's. But, yeah, it didn't pan out. <laughs> Which I'm curious about how Suicide Squad 2 is going to do since James Gunn was involved. Because he is involved. Well, I, yeah. I, was, I mean, he's going to be. Yeah, yeah. He is it. That so. was part of the reason they still haven't, like, they uh, kept uh, Guardians of the Galaxy pushed back is because he said, yeah, I'll come back and do Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but I'm going to finish. I'm going to do uh, Suicide Squad because I, you know, he wasn't going to back out of it. And I actually think Guardians 3 is going to be the last movie he does for Marvel. I think he's going to be a DC director. Yeah, which we've talked about uh, one of the possible villains for that being Rock- Rocket's uh, creator. Yeah, so, with uh, Mark Hamill and talks or yeah. rumored to play that role. Um, so that could be interesting for sure. But yeah, I just I I didn't think which we talked about, and I I think what was the issue with Suicide Squad was what we figured the issue would be was that they're going to try to put that many characters in and try to tell their story and then it's going to make the villain seem lackluster because there's not enough build up and play for it which I think was the issue I think all the people the individual characters were fine in, generally speaking yeah. yeah in of themselves like they could play that performance okay if given you know enough time to really make us care about the character and but yeah just the 
villain falls in the same way they did with justice league they didn't give you know everyone enough time to do their own individual movie get us to care about enough of them then bring them in, in yeah. an avengers type setup um they're just trying to rush it to get to the avengers big money maker and not really give us and, a reason to care about the character in the first place um so yeah i'm interested to see how he's going to rework that in a yeah they film. they won't say whether this is a reboot or sequel well, or some sort two, of mixture so i assume well, that's what they're. That's what people online okay, are calling just, it. They haven't given an official title. Yeah, uh, but I mean, the only thing I know is that Margot Robbie's returning. Yeah, and she's also got a side one with like I think as soon as like Birds the, of Prey. Birds of Prey. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm just I'm kind of interested to see how he. I'm seeing what they do. I, I like King Shark's going to be in it. Yeah, I like him. So I, I I think again, you know, if the director has a good enough story and you have good writers. I'm totally it, down with this. And Idris Elba's going to be in it. He's going to be... Because he was able to make a, a a group film like Guardians where they did introduce everyone in the same one work. <laughs> and, and what's even more impressive about that, he made a group film that was a scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. But sometimes that can work in your favor. Exactly. Because people don't have preconceived notions of what they should or shouldn't right. be. Um. But that was also, I think that was just like a baller move from Marvel. They're like, we're so fucking good. Look what we can do with this. And they just threw it out there and it happened. And it was one of the best movies. I have a bit of contention with the next one. The new Adams Family. Because uh, uh, I love. Potentially I love, the ugliest yeah. animation I've ever seen. I love the Adams Family. Like the two movies are, are very well, I think there's technically a third one, but. We don't need to bring that up. The, no, uh, just the, uh, the original TV series is amazing. The comics, great. The first two movies, wonderful. But yeah, I just, I'm not quite sold on the character design. Uh, some of the humor they already displayed, like in the commercial, just rubbed Very slapsticky. Yeah. Which, I mean, there's some, you know, oh, he blew, you blew up your brother again. Kind of, you know, physical humor but it's it was dark always done humor. with uh, a better yeah, it was dark comedy and it was like the characters were always loving and like the, the you know Morticia and Gomez and you know a lot of people joke about being you know the uh, a staple of a good parent and uh, relationship goals you know because they always support each other they're always very like every time he sees Morticia he's like oh you know, come I here. love you so much come here, let me love on you you know, and it's just, uh, yeah, so I've got a, a sweet spot for them, and I am not sold on the artwork. No. Uh, and just kind of the general direction the commercial looks like, or trailer. But I'll probably watch it to check it out. So we'll oh, see. Wait, I'll wait till it's like on Netflix I mean, or it's something. Oscar Isaac and Charlize Theron, which Chloe Grace Moretz, Finn Wolfhard. I mean, it's got a solid. Bette Midler. What? Is in there. Really? Nick Kroll. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's good people, but yeah, whether or not it pans out, I don't know. Uh, New Maleficent. No, I have no interest in this. I, I didn't hate the first one, and uh, I hated it. Um, Angelina Jolie's cheekbone evil smile. Do you know what makes me want to make the swing noise again? Do you know why Maleficent was such a great villain? Because she was mysterious. She was evil because she was evil. There's no fucking backstory needed. It was the most ridiculous thing. I hated it. it fucking pissed me off. I still enjoyed it. Well, <laughs> no accounting for tastes. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy a mysterious villain and whatnot, but it's always it's just I mean it's a classic villain that they just pissed on. But, but they 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 switched it around in that uh, they made who was essentially a villain a hero. Uh, yeah, but they played the story several, you know, a little bit differently. And then in this one, it looks like she's going to be in the villain role, like a complete turn of like, it was her progression from that to this. It's what it seems like. Uh, Zombieland Double Tap. Um, I'm, I've, there's not even been anything out. I don't think about it yet, but I'm all the way in on this movie. Yeah, it's it looks- Eisenberg, Emma Stone, Woody Harrelson. Abigail Breslin, Rosario Dawson, uh, Thomas Middleditch, Luke Wilson, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. So into the, I'm so yeah. so into this. I I can't wait. Sean the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. I have no interest in this. Jojo Rabbit. I do love. It's, 
Taika Waititi, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Rebel Wilson, Stephen Merchant, Alfie Allen, and Sam Rockwell. And what is this? Jojo Rabbit. Huh. But it's, I mean, that that group, I want to, I want to watch it. Sean the Sheep, Sean the Sheep is, um, <laughs> I actually like, I like Claymation quite a bit. Um, yeah, who's the, uh, original, like, artist for those, uh, the Wallace and Gromit style. Yeah, Wallace and Gromit, I can't quite. I can't remember. He died though recently. Yeah. A couple years ago. Terminator Dark Fate. Uh, watch, we wa- I watched the new trailer. Did you watch the new trailer? No, I I didn't watch Genesis or you don't I think to. the previous one. They don't have to. And it it was it's one of those situations where it's um I've I've lost any real interest in the franchise to where it's kind of hard for me to even want to look at it. Well, it's a thing like, okay, like I mean so- it's not that it's not going to be interesting. I and it's Sarah Connor is Well, that's the thing. This heck. movie takes place. This isn't this is it's Terminator. Yeah. Terminator 2. And now Terminator Dark Fate. Fate. They're ignoring anything else. Yeah. So um, that could work in its favor. But. I watched the 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 trailer for it. Because Terminator 2's bomb, yo. It is. It's one of the best <laughs> action movies. But uh, the trailer for this looks, I mean, pretty solid, but also sort of looks run-of-the-mill a little bit. There's one cool moment in it where they show, like, the new... Um, it's obviously not a T-1000, but it's a new version. Yeah. looks like nanotech. So, like, what, somebody throws, like, a fucking pole through uh one of the windows mm-hmm. of a semi truck that they're driving obviously because it's terminator so yeah. they have to have that and you think the, they're like pulling from like the uh the recent remake of uh, halloween like they're like yeah let's have a older you know i think so a little bit sarah connor but they that but can work so let's do it they did this bit though and she in the the villainous pseudo t t1000 let's call it t2000 T1000-A. They grab a hold of the the, the pole, and then, like, the nanotech, it crawls outside. It was really cool visual. It was very stunning, but it's, um, I mean, it didn't look... I think there's any it didn't look special that part that's gonna grab your like no oh, wow and it, but it also didn't I really didn't, reveal any of the story yeah. so it's kind of hard to tell what they're gonna do I'm really excited about uh, this one it looks like it's coming out in November uh, Doctor Sleep it's the sequel to The Shining that's gonna be hard to do though well and I don't know that they're gonna do like you know have clips from like Jack Nicholson and that's what I'm saying it's yeah, gonna be I hard don't to think do because the way anything like that uh, I've read both The Shining and Doctor Sleep, and uh, they've got Ewan McGregor. He's playing a grown-up. I'm uh, so Daniel yeah. Torrance. I'm fine with um, anything he. And he does. doesn't really have to, as long as you kind of know what The Shining is, like the storyline. It works well in that he just kind of he references a few things, like from the book. Initially, starts off like as soon as they leave, um, but it's done a little different, anyways, because. Um, the cook, um, cookie. His name's not cookie. <laughs> I always want to think of his name because he's called like uh, Scatman Crothers. Is yeah, name. <laughs> I just that's such a cool name. It, it takes over his character his actual name. character name. <laughs> Scatman Crothers. Scatman Crothers. He uh, he takes Danny aside and teaches him basically how to lock the spirits that are still haunting him into his mind in a, like a lockbox type setup. So they're like festering in lock boxes in his mind. But anyways, he takes to alcoholism like his father in order to drown out his shine. So he doesn't constantly read and people's minds and feel and see ghosts and constantly. And it's him dealing with his alcoholism like his father. And then he gets into a bit of a situation where he is working at a um, home for, uh, I, I can't think of the technical term, but basically where people are about to die. Um, like, like a, a hospice. hospice, yeah, hospice uh, setup, and then he uses his shine to basically give them visions of their uh, most happy memories of their life to help ease their passing. So they start calling him Doctor Sleep, and that's who they call in to come help him. But uh, as that's going on, he starts getting a message from a younger, uh, like a baby, a small child that's born with extremely, extremely strong shine, and they start basically having a psychic uh, conversations between each other. And uh, there's that link there. And then there's a group of essentially spiritual or psychic vampires that have been around for all this year. And they are they hunt down children who have 
those properties of the shine and then feed off their souls in order to keep their longevity. And, uh, they basically kind of start coming after that kid that, uh, Daniel's in tune with. And, uh, it's, gotta, it's gotta help, uh, protect her. And, and it deals with going back to, uh, the, the, the overlook. hotel, the overlook, uh, hotel spot and whatnot. That's it's pretty that's, cool. That's sort of where, uh, like, Again, I have no problem with this movie getting made at all. But like, are I'm assuming they're not connecting it to yeah, I would think Kubrick's. They wouldn't really be able to well, right? Because that was so vastly different from the book. Well, I mean, only in a few. Like it is, but it it isn't. Like there's not anything about what happens to him besides Scatman Crothers' character. Uh, living to give him a few like lessons afterwards where you could just say he knows how to do that to where it doesn't really, he's not necessitated. All you really need to know is that his father was alcoholic and he dies, you know, at the overlook. Okay. Um, and that his mother kind of passes on a little bit later on. Okay. So, I mean, really there's not anything where they have, have to, to go even too reference it really deep too into much. it. Um, you know, there is, there is quite a bit of references more so to Jack, Nicholson's character uh, than anything else. So, I mean, if they got Jack Nicholson or, <laughs> you know, showed a couple clips of him, uh, that would Or, you know, work. they just kept the design of the Overlook yeah, the yeah. same. That'd be kind of cool. Well, and that's the thing. It gets blown up in the books. So, oh. it's not even there in the books. Oh. There's a gas uh, heat uh, for the place that's really shoddy, and because he starts losing his mind, he forgets to let the pressure off and it ends up blowing up the entire hotel. Um, and that's what kills him in the books. Okay. So that, I mean, you could say it got torn down, you know, there's not really, yeah. you don't have to do it that way, but I think I mean, I'm excited to see it just cause I read the book and the book was really good. So I want to see what their interpretation of it is. Another Charlie's angels. Mm, no interest. No, thank you. Uh, let's see. The Good Liar, Ian McKellen, Heron, Helen Mirren, Jim Carter, Frozen 2. Mm. <coughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I'm like, eh. I didn't really mind so much. I don't really like it that much. I think it was overrated, but I, I Frozen's fine. Jumanji 3? Yeah, so down for that. Have you seen the new one? Uh, no. It's so good. I'm not even I, like it, I know it got it you know made a shit ton of money. I was so they surprised decent with it. whenever like it was like I was like how are they gonna do this and then fuck it they I mean they did it was entertaining it was funny it was it was pretty wonderful. Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I, I mean I'm good with I'm excited <laughs> for it. Pretty excited. Uh, let's see. And that's that's got to be... That's pretty much it. I was like, though. there's got to be a lot more Star Wars conversations later on oh, in yeah. episodes. Oh, yeah. As we find out more and yeah. see more. And it gets closer. We're going to delve into the... Something I... Well, no, yeah, I, I mentioned that within the Game of Thrones. Like, I want someone so much to, like, join the dark side. Let's do this. Let's do this, DC, Disney. Let's make this happen. Like, because Game of Thrones, she's like... Come join me, you know, be ruled by my side and we'll, we'll take be, over we'll the world. Rule the galaxy and he's together. like, no, and stabs her. And then, you know, it's the, hey, we'll rule, I'll have to kill the emperor and then we'll rule the king. And, and, and no, have you, not, um, I want someone to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this. Have you ever played, uh, yeah, I know, that's, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. I'd, I'd Let Ray do I want to see that happen. Let Ray do Let it. Let Ray do it, man. Let's uh, let her take over. Have you ever played the Revenge of the Sith video game? No. Yeah. No. It's, I'll say I bought it. Uh, I bought it. I beat it in two hours, hmm. and then I went to go. I went to go sell it to GameStop, and, then, and I literally it was brand new. And they're like, "We give you five bucks for it." I was like, "I bought it today," <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, we can only give you five bucks." I'm like, "Well, then get fucked." And I left. And I played more. There's alternate endings to it, and one of the alternate endings, the endings is um, Anakin beats Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. And then whenever the emperor comes and takes him away, Anakin kills him and rules the galaxy. Well, in, in several, in the versions of the comics that are canon now, like it shows him try to kill uh, the emperor several times. Oh, really? Like he's constantly working to kill the emperor, and the emperor is constantly trying to have someone be good enough to kill him to replace him. 
Like they're constantly doing this kind of cat and mouse, which is pretty awesome. But Anakin Sounds also like a Anakin sitcom. also saves him several times because oh, really? he's still got to like prove his loyalty and still don't want anyone else to take him out. But yeah, they're like constantly kind of like both don't know that they're trying to kill each other, yeah. but they're both trying to kill each Again, other. Like I said, it sounds like a sitcom. But it's it's pretty pretty something, compelling story. Well, it's like it's like he put a bomb under his like emperor's chair, but it's gone. So he somehow knew that it was there, and he's like, "You're trying to kill me, basically." And he's like, wah, wah. What are you to do? And then he keeps like hiring assassins to try to kill uh, Vader, but Vader just keeps killing him. And he's like, "All right, you can stay." Essentially, like you're good enough. No one's better than you right now, so. <laughs> you're gonna be my guy. Someone kills you, they're taking your spot. I hope you know. I can watch that movie all day. Like, that yeah, sounds... that's awesome. Like that's what I'm saying. Like some of the stuff in the 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 cartoons and in the comics, so much better writing and enjoyable story than the films. And I'm like, why are the films like the lackluster parts of this you know storyline? Yeah, I guess because you can do more in the comic books. Yeah, but it's like he's got some awesome lines too in the thing. Like I still love that one that Vader throws out that there's a bunch of uh rebels all around him and whatnot surrounding him and they're like, We have you surrounded, stand down and he's like, Oh, I'm surrounded by his fear and dead men. I'm just like Yeah. yeah. Like it's pretty fucking dope. throw that in a movie. Like don't let him be a badass for <laughs> yeah. me. Like that scene I, uh, Rogue, Rogue One, One was not the best scene. Uh, Rogue One wasn't a bad movie, but that that <laughs> scene, holy shit! Yeah, and that's uh, he's got some great lines like that in the comics, and it's, it's like, why why can I have, why can't, I have that? I want that. So and then much. like he has the uh, apprentice in the in the Clone Wars story who ends up like seeing him for the first time as Vader, hearing rumors that that's who it is, but not knowing. And then she cuts part of his mask away and sees his face and his voice modulator is not there so she hears his regular voice and realizes it is actually him and it's like a great compelling story piece you know no we can't have that no we have a dialogue about sand discomfort (laughs) damn it man that it for new movies yep that's it for the episode fine did you want to say something else I got nothing well, all right then. <laughs> well, that does it for this episode of What Were We Talking About? Go follow us on Instagram at 3WTA Podcast and also on Facebook at OG3WTA Podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on your way out. If you have any questions, theories, or ideas you want to send our way, you can drop them directly on our Instagram or Facebook. Or even just toss us an email at realwhatwerewetalkingabout at gmail.com. You can also hashtag 3WTA podcast on any of your social media with whatever you want to hear our thoughts on. Also, if you're feeling generous, you can help support the show by heading over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash 3WTA. So until next time, I'm Jake. I'm Joe. What are we talking about? 